Good morning, good morning, happy Thursday, everyone. And uh, I know I don't do these very often. I need to get my game up. Ooh, but your boy, there's a lot going on. Your boy has a lot going on. Um, Getting prepped up for basketball season, y'all. We are at the five-week mark before tryouts. And I got a lot going on, man, man. Listen, I'm hyped. I'm excited. I know everybody's upset and, and down because we're going through conditioning now and a lot of injuries are happening, or so they say. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> but we are here. But that's not why I wanted to do this quick pop-up. Um, I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet, around 20 minutes. Um I need to bring up my opinion on this whole Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, Jason Whitlock, and it's just my opinion on everything. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start from an earlier sense to to get an understanding of why I stopped looking at a lot of these shows and stop recording and watching and getting these takes from people and things like that. So, if you guys remember, I know a lot of you guys don't, um, when Skip Bayless and Woody Page would do their debates on a show called Cold Pizza, that's where this whole debate thing really began to take off. And they used to do like a first 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 down, second down, third down, fourth down format on cold pizza. And I used to watch cold pizza before going to school, going to class, because it was around college time. This is how long ago it was. Um, And it wasn't a full two hour worth of conversation type things. It It was a good show to where it was formatted to talk about a lot of players, all sports, um, to get you familiar with a lot of the players around all the leagues. I thought it was an amazing show. And then in, and then it would throw in, you know, like the St. Jude stuff, um, a lot of kids' health, the, 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 the kids' things that would go on in pro sports to bring the youth and the pros together. And it was just – it was. I thought when they had cold pizza that ESPN had something that would stay around for a while. Obviously, it didn't, um, but they had a segment with, with Woody Page and Skip Bayless to where they would do a, their their quick debates as former news beat writers, and it, was, it would be interesting, but the one thing that didn't work out well was the fact that a lot of the times, they really didn't have a difference of opinion on a lot of topics. So, this is where I, I started to see the demise of Skip Bayless when it came to television sports debating. Because, even though, and this is just for me, even this is my opinion, and you know how entertainment goes. Even though him and Woody would agree on a lot of, a lot of their takes, they always gave strong 
information for why they agreed or disagreed when those times came on a lot of the texts that they put on on um on screen okay then they started to bring in special guests every time Woody had to do something with the Broncos or the Nuggets and it got to the point where Stephen A. Smith was one of those guests. And his his highly energetic takes, his vocalness, um, was something that was put on the front end when they had their debates. That is also where I saw a turn on Skip Bayless. Because Cold Pizza decided to promote a lot of their people on from the show to Sports Center, um, and I believe the, the six o'clock Sports Center as well, which used to be the popular time set for everyone, because it was right before the uh, major sport sporting events started to uh, to begin the seven seven o'clock seven thirty slot. So. A lot of the people who would do cold pizza would switch over to that slot or get their own shows created. Um, But that's not the whole point of this thing. Okay. So ESPN at one point had a lot of talent from Jason Whitlock, Stephen A. Smith, um, Michael Michael Smith, Jamel Hill. You know, a lot of these guys that and girl and women that uh, did a lot of debates on television. But obviously, Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith grew something from um, cold pizza. Did it ended up switching the first and ten? Then the the second quarter was the second down, third third down, and so on and so forth. That's how they split up the show at one point. When it switched to first and ten, Skip Bayless decided to be that hot take guy that everybody hated. He always had a weird opinion on things, but that's when I thought it started to get worse. And that persona grew to the point where he knew he had something by doing takes the way that he did. By disagreeing with an aggressive thought on it. Once that happened, Skip Bayless became the number one most hated guy and also the number one most watched guy because we were ready to see what was the next dumb thing that he was going to say about either Tim Tebow, Tom Brady, or whatever. Once he switched to FS1, it became the Michael Jordan LeBron thing every single day, which was the main reason I stopped watching. Um, But, you know, once Skip Bayless ended up leaving ESPN and Stephen A. Smith 
took over and it became first take, I thought it was the best thing that ever happened. It was it was getting to a point where, you know, sometimes certain things needs to change. An environment needs to move on to keep the popularity at a high that it, it needed to go. Um, Jason Whitlock was over at FS1. Uh, Colin Coward and all those guys were already at FS1. And in comes Skip Bayless to FS1. And it was guest host after guest host. And then very quickly after Shannon Sharp left CBS, Shannon Sharp was picked up by FS1. We found something with Undisputed. And Stephen A. Smith went from one guest host to the next. And for some reason, my memory is not good. I forgot who the guest host, the, 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 the person across from him was before Max Kellerman. Might have been Skip Bayless, but once they decided on Max Kellerman, I said, "Okay, Max has established himself and done all the good things to get to this point. I, I, I can see this. I can see this. Columbia grad, very smart, knows his sports, especially boxing. Can't wait to see how this dynamic goes. And it worked very, very well, in my opinion." Until it got to the point where you could really see that Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman were just not on the same page for a lot of things. And it was not like an attack on each other. But it was like you can tell when the chemistry starts to starts to fade a little bit, shall I say. And when it came to Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. It was literally a situation where people began to get tired of the LeBron James, Michael Jordan conversation. It was over, it was so overblown that you didn't even have to be talking about basketball and all of a sudden LeBron James and Michael Jordan would come up. That was the main reason I stopped watching Undisputed. Like, it, it's ridiculous. And I just started back watching it again because, you know, those conversations are not as heavy as it used to be. And and it really became good talk from a lot of players who have good insight, especially during football season. I don't know what they're going to do during basketball season when you got three football guys and Skip Bayless. That's usually a touchy thing when you got guys who are strong on one sport, but not many others. And that's what I thought hurt Shannon Sharp just a tad bit. Because you dilute the product when you're only talking about two sports and there's a lot of sports going on. Like, you don't hear any World Series uh, play or pennant race talk right now, do you? And when you do, it's very quick, right? It's because these guys don't really know about these sports. They don't really talk about these sports. They don't even watch these sports. Even when they talked about boxing. I loved it when Max was on there because you can have a good segment about boxing because you have a guy who specialized in boxing. First Take doesn't have that anymore. But everything that's going on right now is starting to make me hate two people right now. Jason Whitlock and Stephen A. Smith. 
Stephen A. Smith is basically digging a an extreme hole that I don't think you will ever get out of. One thing that Stephen A. Smith did, and everybody hates to this day, and watch how I say this. Now, before I say this, I just want to say that Stephen A. Smith is a very talented man. He's done a whole lot in his career. And I could never say a bad word about how he got to this point. But I think the world has had enough of Stephen A. Smith. Now, did you guys pay attention to how I did that? That is how Stephen A. Smith describes every situation that he doesn't like. He basically says, without saying, don't take this the wrong way, but, or, what's, what's the, what's the, what's the thing that my boy says all the time? Um, he likes to buddy up before he, uh, takes a bite, and I'm not talking about that type of thing. He likes to sweeten up the situation before he throws salt on the, on the wound. The reverse of Sour Patch Kids. They start sour, but they're really sweet. No, 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 no. That's Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith will say, he's a class act. He's my brother. And I love him to death. But he's wrong. And I have a lot to say about this. And don't make me get started on what I can do to you. Because I have power. That's Stephen A. Smith. Terrell Owens literally said, I don't like the way that you're talking about this situation. You don't have to be this bashful on the situation. We're trying to let you know how things are going. And the only person that is accepting is the person that we didn't think would accept it. And that's what he meant when he said Max Kellerman is looking blacker than you, Stephen A., he wasn't saying that Max Kellerman was acting black or being black. He was saying that he was he was actually paying attention and accepting to the fact that Colin Kaepernick, on that conversation, that Colin Kaepernick didn't like the way that things were going in a situation, and he wanted to, wanted to have it this way so that everybody can see that if there's a reason that he wasn't picked up by an NFL team, he can prove on his own film that that would not have been a good reason. That is what Terrell Owens was saying was missing from the contract. He didn't want anybody to come in and film the entire workout because the NFL wanted to break it down in a certain way to make him look undesirable, basically. And Colin didn't want that. He wanted his own film crew so that just in case somebody else had something to say, he wanted to be there. Max Kellerman agreed with that. Why not allow him to bring his own camera crew? That was the only stipulation that he wanted for the workout. Stephen A, Max is, I'm in the streets, Stephen A, Max is looking blacker than you. Biggest offense that you can tell a black person that feels like they're pro-black. And I hate to make this a racial thing because I refuse to make racial talk on certain things. 
But Stephen A does this a lot. Fast forward to today. Marcellus Wiley, who is a good friend of Max Kellerman, they had many shows on ESPN and uh, Fox Sports. It was before FS1. Um, He was quickly to point out the fact that Stephen A. Smith, who likes to use outrageous and outlandish dictionary words to show his intelligence, felt threatened by the fact that Max Kellerman matched him on an intelligent level. And you want to know how Stephen A. Smith responded to that? By saying this, for a brother, a black man, to say that I am in fe- I'm fear of a white man's intelligence is ridiculous. Now, Marcellus Wiley never used the black-white thing. Never. And, he, and when he responded to Stephen A. Smith, he laughed at the fact that he made it a black-white thing. Because that wasn't the case. That wasn't the point that Marcellus Wiley used. And that wasn't the case on this discussion. But Stephen A. Smith likes to use the race card. And and I hate when people do this. You don't use the race card to boost up a situation that does not allow race in it. Because for one, for any outsider that sees the conversation, you're forced to choose sides. I'm not forced to choose sides. Max Kellerman is one of the smartest people on the, on the planet right now. He is one guy that does extreme research on everything that he does. He is very intelligent. No one is saying that you are threatened by a white man. You were threatened at the fact that Max Kellerman was getting more juice than you. That's what it was. Max Kellerman took the first taste job and blew up. Because every detail that he gave out on first take was intelligent, detailed, and most of the time was correct. And you didn't like it. You wanted to use the black-white thing to get ratings. And you found out that the ratings were the exact same and you felt like it needed to change. But to disrespect Max Kellerman the way that you're doing is way over the top. To disrespect Terrell Owens is way over the top. And now you just went on your podcast and we know you're talking about Jason Whitlock. And I know we all don't like Jason Whitlock. And we all have words for Jason Whitlock. But you just called him a fat bastard on your podcast. You, my friend, has dug a hole so deep that I don't even know if you're ever going to get out of it. And I'll be honest with you guys. As of right now, I don't even remember the last time I watched the episode of First Take. It might have been the first episode that Shannon went on there because I wanted to see how it was going to work. And it was funny that Shannon was still calling him Skip. But obviously, it's a it's a it's a turnover that it's very hard. It was very quick. It switched so sudden, and 
when you're in a debate mindset, sometimes your long-term debate focus can flash back. And and it was cool that Stephen A. decided, you know, it's okay. I understand you was with this guy for seven, eight years. You it will get out of your system. Let it out. It's going to happen. I will. I will be okay. But ultimately, that show was just so dead because they went back to that formula that Skip and and Shannon had that caused me to not want to watch Undisputed anymore. It, it became a LeBron Jordan conversation every episode. And after the second episode when Shannon Sharp was on there, I just said I was done. Like, it's not even basketball season, and we're talking about if LeBron James is the GOAT. We get it. You need to talk about LeBron James. But then I started watching Undisputed. And those first two episodes with all with Michael Irvin, Keyshawn Johnson, and, and Richard Sherman, in my opinion, was very boring. It was very tragic. And it was just because the Richard Sherman aspect was still fresh. And Keyshawn Johnson was doing a lot uh, as far as just conversation talk on ESPN, but not really debate talk. And I see the change now, and it's a little bit better, but I it's still hard to watch. They they have good takes when it comes to football, but when they talk other sports, Undisputed is very hard to watch. It is. And that's where I bring in my take. Now... Obviously, I played basketball on a, on a little higher level than a lot of people. Um, I gave up football very early, but I do understand concepts and things like that. I'll never be a football coach, I tell you that. It's a lot of things that I don't know. Um, I gave up baseball early because curveball was a beast, and that's not the B word that I want to use, but the curveball was a beast, and I, to this day, still cannot hit the curveball. Um, I was a goalie with soccer, so I played, I I mean, I got family that was into volleyball, there's still a lot of volleyball things that I don't know yet, but I got family that was into volleyball, so there's a lot of sports that I know about, and I usually give my quick takes about, but I feel in my mind, that the world of debate shows needs to end very soon. It was a great fad. It was a great thing. But at this point, it is completely dead. There's no good thing coming out of debate shows anymore. Um, it's it's done. It's done. Um, I think it needs to end as soon as possible. It was good while it lasted. And it lasted a little too long. Um, They need to find something different. Um, And I think we really need to start paying attention with our our clicks, our views, and all that other stuff to stop watching this stuff. Now let's get to the point. These people are so high and mighty that they can do no wrong. And it's it's very bad. We, We need to stop watching all this stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, I know I said I was going to do 20 minutes or less. I apologize. I had to give a backstory to everything. Um, 
And as far as Jason Whitlock, Jason Whitlock, I, I don't know what to do with Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock is going to have a a platform. But we got to stop watching Jason Whitlock. Um, Skip Bayless is toned down a lot, if you guys have noticed. Which is good, because I really do like the undisputed aspect that they're going on right now. Richard Sherman is giving a lot of great takes, in my opinion, that a lot of people hate. Listen, the cornerback position is by far the toughest position to play in football. Especially now. Especially now. There's no way that you guys can change my mind. Quarterback position is hard, but try playing a position where you have no clue what the guy is going to do in front of you. Like safety, you can see everything. Middle linebacker, you can see things develop. Defensive line, you're just attacking. Offensive line, you're just blocking the person in front of you, but you got to keep your eyes on a swivel. Running back, you're just reacting. Wide receiver, you're running a route that you already know. Quarterback is hard, but to play corner, especially a one-on-one, man-to-man corner, is the hardest thing in football. It's why I went from cornerback to safety when I played. And I played wide receiver and tight end. I tried corner one time, and it was just like, there's no way to win. Especially when we had one-on-one drills. You're at the mercy of a large field, and you have no clue what the person in front of you is doing. That's, it's tough. Now, I'm going to end this here. Stephen A. Smith, as a brother, I love you. But at this point, just shut up and keep going, man. First, I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, Havoc Energy. Me personally, I use Havoc Energy whenever I'm in a low mood. Gives me enough energy to get through the day and for the rest of the week. I use two scoops every three days, and I can't believe how much energy I have on a daily. So go to tryhavocenergy.com. Put in my promo code BIGIRV, B-I-G-I-R-V. Or click the link on my profile for a referral. Get 5% off on every order. Now, back to your podcast.